0: welcome hello uh this is the happy weight podcast this is ifa dean and i have brought with me this evening my friend trisha norton and today we are going to be talking about all things weight and disordered eating and binge eating okay so i think a kind of really good topic that i thought would help people is that usually when we're trying to lose weight um there's a lot of urgency Like when we have a kind of disordered relationship with our body, like we really, really don't like our body. We really don't want to be this weight and we don't want to accept this weight. It's a horrible place to be in. Um And it creates a lot of urgency. And when we're in that space, we think that urgency is really going to help us. We kind of think that like, it's good to call a spade a spade. It's good to say my body is gross. I need to change it. I need to do a 180. I need to do something severe, rapid, extreme. I need to get all four years worth of weight and one month and all of this. But actually, that urgency doesn't help us at all. That urgency leads us to very erratic eating behaviors and generally another kind of continuation of the mistreatment of our bodies. So Trish, I suppose in your own experience, do you you kind of know what I'm talking about there? Would
1: you have experienced similar or anything? For sure, like that sense of, okay, that's it now, I'm just gonna cut out x y and z or eat like this amount um but like what i was thinking about there when you were talking i was like where does that urgency come from like what like what sparks in the brain that makes that urgency exist
0: well i remember wanting to get out of my own skin okay i remember hating my excess weight so much i just wanted to, really not be in my body i just wanted it gone yeah and like it's not helpful for anything
1: obviously it sounds like such an immediate it sounds like the feeling of disgust is so strong and the need to get away from it is so immediate. Yes. That's, that drives the opposite reaction of the urgency to be the opposite side. You yes. know what I mean?
0: And you think, see, the thing is, you think the solution is to change your body, you know, actually mm. to ramp up the hatred mm. to motivate rapid change. But actually mm. the thing you need to change is the level of
1: hatred that's hard to hear isn't it yeah like like how if we think of ourselves as like you know delicate little children which we all are inside you know there's a little trisha inside of me and a little leaf inside of you thank god i didn't say it the other way around right? yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> imagine just like shouting at your little inner child being like god you're ugly and awful oh and like oh my god Ugh, and, like you're you know just like you like the only way you're going to change is for me to hate you more like it it just feels mad when we think about it. But it's
0: it's it's really it it gets more ridiculous the the more you think when about you, it. Objectively, like yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like I don't know. You can imagine like I don't know, a coach who trains Olympians.
1: Yeah.
0: He's he's hardly kind of like. Do you remember that one day you were sick, or do you remember that one yeah. thing you didn't do, or? like like coaching and improving something isn't about focusing on the negative it's Mm. about focusing on your strengths and your potential and where you could go and then you know I was talking to a client today about this and you know maybe it was because like our ancestors had a tough and they Mm. treated or talked their inner inner dialogue was quite negative so Mm. we just learned to do that too but like we kind of have to draw a line under it and um just kind of realize that it's gonna keep us very stuck. And, you know, those thoughts are so familiar. Those hateful thoughts are mm. so, so familiar. You almost don't hear them. You don't hear them. Yeah. You you believe yeah. them. You think yeah. they're part of you. You be, you believe that that is
1: who you are. You believe it's a personality type or something. Or you believe it's fact. It's weird. Because, like, one of the biggest things I always say is don't believe everything you think. Because mm. everything you think isn't a fact. Yeah. But, like, it's it's how do we find that space in our minds to even begin to know that what we're thinking is not a fact that the urgency is not a fact like it's weird because if you'd say right next week I'm going to be a stone lighter and eat nothing and all of a sudden that seems like that's a fact and that's definitely going to happen do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah I know how do we challenge those voices
0: well first of all I kind of think that like I heard it put very well you know last week or something about like it's not as if your thoughts have some qualification that you don't. It's not as if they have some like, (laughs) you know, intel Mm. or something. You know, it's not as if part of your brain is a qualified dietitian or nutritionist Mm. or something. So when the thought says you shouldn't have eaten that, that it's fact somehow, Yeah, it's like, it's not. It's just a silly thought, you know? So I kind of think that we have to start by separating ourselves a little bit from ourselves and just watching how things go like watching the cycles or observing the patterns because it's kind of like oh i've had this familiar hateful thought before i've been in this familiar hateful mood before yeah um what kind of eating happens those nights when i'm in this hateful mood okay do you know so it's like okay if those hateful thoughts you know whether they're true or not you know say say the thoughts are saying your body is really gross um the main thing is is that if you believe it so if you're believing it and then you're in a bit of a funky bad mood for the night and chances are with a disordered eater or an emotional eater that's not going to lead to a positive evening yeah. of eating
1: because you want comfort
0: yeah So I think we need to like really break down our weight to the nitty gritty. It's like, it's the little hours that matter. You know, it's the, it's the little like mornings or the middle part of your day or the evening. And, you know, that's another thing that urgency overlooks, you know, because like, blah, 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 none of this matters. None of this matters. Next week, big giant diet cures like you know i'm gonna lose two stone it will cure everything it'll be amazing and it's like blah blah, blah. so this evening doesn't matter whatever happens happens mm. and it's kind of like no we have to break down our life into kind of more bite-sized pieces mm. like it's kind of like how could i just get this evening right like what well, would i need yeah. to think yeah about my body in order about my body or myself or my yeah. ability or to have a nice evening tonight. Like I think playing yes. it differently is always a success. So we know how it goes when we like white knuckle it and we're cruel to ourselves in the not eating way. Yeah, And then um, we know what it's like to like just go bananas and be like, none of this matters. Do you know, I, I believe my negative thoughts. My body is a mess. My body will never change. My body will take too long to change. It'll yeah. be some huge Everest of an effort that I'll have to like, I don't have the energy to start that Everest tonight. Mm. So I'll start that Everest next week. I know. You know?
1: Do you know what's really coming me while you're talking is um, just the words, you know, life is in the now. You yeah. know, change is in the now. Mm-hmm. Because we so often think that life is the past and the future you know we spend mm. so much of our lives thinking about all the shit that happened to us or how angry we are or whatever that is mm. and then we spend so much of our time thinking how things are going to be different in the future mm-hmm. you know and we keep on forgetting that neither exists now and all that exists is actually the only moment we're in because life is just an a series of nows And this moment is creating the next. Yeah. And that's your point of power. Yeah. And the, as you say, the big Everest is awful in your head. But if you break it up into lots of nows, lots of choices in the now, a choice to eat a different breakfast now, a choice Mm -hmm. to drink a pint of water now, a choice to, so instead of it becoming like this, and like, I totally, totally have that or had that. And still in lots of ways have that, you know, it's a trauma response really of like wanting to so desperately not be in pain that we we, we, we want to run the opposite way into, into saving ourselves in the, mo- in the opposite extreme. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if I'm like this, I'm going to do the exact opposite. And it's going to be massive, big change because I so don't want to be there. So instead, what shifted my patterning is, yeah, how can I bring in comfort now? And it could be some, something as simple as like, you know, turning off the big light and putting on a candle. Instead of like having a big, heavy dinner, it's like maybe just having something smaller or a bath. Or it's like suddenly once we soften the now, yeah, everything just gets easier instead of the Everest that we want in the future. And
0: it's so doable because I think we were talking about this before. And I think I was working up in my room or something mm. and I realized after hours that my ankles were freezing. <laughs> like I could have just put on cozy socks, yeah. like such an easy solution. But it's yeah. kind of like, I know yeah. that, but like these little things they they kind of do add up yeah. to how well kept you are yeah. you know how well maintained you are how well minded you are yeah. and I think like you know I suppose we we have to kind of realize that the language of our body is very different to the language of our mind because say in our mind mm-hmm. or in other areas of our life it's okay to be like you're a screw it i won't study for the first two weeks and then i'll cram in the last week
1: yeah and you you
0: can do you know what i mean but like with our body it's like if you stand out in the snow for four days in a bikini you can't then put on loads of fleece jumpers Mm. the next day and cancel it out it's like your body is working in real time it's like you kind of have to feel like it's always watching everything it's watching how you're treating it now and that's why we have to kind of, I suppose, two things that are very helpful with that is the concept of progress, not perfection. So say if, if yesterday we really threw ourselves under the bus and we had a lot of stuff and we felt very ill after it or whatever, that if we just didn't do it to that extent this evening, that would be progress. If we get like one less thing that would be progress or felt slightly more comfortable going to bed that would be progress do you know
1: Mm. how do how do those small changes then feel enough how do we try to soothe the mind even though the body feels better like and i know this like you know i know the body feels better but if i'm thinking about where i you know where my mindset would have been before like how do i convince the mind that we're doing enough because the mind tries to screw you over you know yeah and when when you've soothed the body and it seems like a small thing how do we convince the mind that it's enough well it would be lovely to understand just how super intelligent her body
0: is you know how many wounds it heals how like it's always known how to beat her heart or you know how much Mm. oxygen co2 to make etc it's like it really has it all figured out so it really does know the best and healthiest and quickest way to lose weight. And I really have seen that with working with people because um, earlier in my career, I used to work in a company where all the clients um, used to do two 90 minute personal training sessions per week where they got beasted. And then I was like, Hitler with their diet, literally telling them to eat stuff like quarter of a cucumber with oh. something and something and something, yeah. and um, like sometimes like those clients with all the effort and all the like super restriction that no doubt you like blew up in their face once the the course ended, they were losing the same amount of weight as some of my clients now who are basically just waiting till their belly rumbles before they eat. Wow! Like. Like and but their and their body composition when you're when you're doing it that way as well, like as in your body is not going to say like your body's not going to hold off on the signal of hunger while your body is breaking down muscle and bone, you know it 's not going to do that it 's going to make you eat before it goes to the point of too far, wow,
1: do you know,
0: so you're you're like so when you're losing weight, a healthy way it's it's all the right stuff basically you know and it's it's at the right speed for you and probably for your lifestyle as well and stuff you know but um i mean like in terms of some of us can't like exercise every day do you know what i mean so it's it's about capabilities so i think to answer your question this is why the accepting things is so important because we need to keep reminding ourselves about how the weight came on. Mm. So the weight came on through lots of overeating and every pound is 3,500 calories. So your body could be absolutely right behind you. In fact, it, it probably is. If, 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 if we're gone past your natural weight, it absolutely would want to be helping you to, to get down to your natural optimum weight. And so um, it's it's going to be helping you to do that. But it will still take the kind of, you know, point of reaching that three thousand five hundred mark of like basically your body getting the opportunity to use up three thousand five hundred calories mm-hmm. from the storeroom.
1: Wow. Do you
0: know what I mean? So we have to accept that. Like, I suppose that's why it's so much easier in a way to create the vision of who you're going to be and then let time do its thing you know like that's another way of looking at it's probably a little bit off topic but you know like we we know where we're going to end up at and then we're trusting our body is bringing us there like that is obviously the holy grail and that is the opposite end of the spectrum when people have like urgency and fear where they can't stop either dieting or overeating but like trust would be the antidote you know
1: I know but isn't it funny that like the idea of like thinking back to where I was like the idea of trusting the body to be that smart and on your side is so beyond what you're thinking like do you know what I mean I know like you don't think the body it when I think of like how I saw the body It it feels like a burden as opposed to something that was so, so gorgeously working for me, you know. So like that I, a whole, like I'm training to be a yoga teacher at the moment. So like I was with my yoga teacher and we did like a two hour call on like the muscles in the hip. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh my God, all of these blood vessels, nerves, muscles, bones, everything they're all m- in my body like do you know like yeah they're all working for me like that ecosystem is mine and how, do, how did i not know that this amazing miracle is happening every moment open? i know you but know? i
0: suppose that's what makes all of this stuff just noise it's yeah. it's just an addiction you know what i mean because it's not the truth it's not the truth of like your potential or your happiness yeah. or what you could achieve in life like ultimately if you're a few sizes up or down no one cares and it doesn't have to affect things so us like really thinking it is everything is just kind of a distraction from what we're really capable of but I know that doesn't make it any less real when you're in it but I wish I could kind of consolidate or do a montage video (laughs) of like all the patients I've worked with and just like you know, the ones that are, like, really urgent, urgent, urgent. And to be honest now, I'd probably sieve them out and maybe they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be at the stage where working with me would yeah. be beneficial if they're too anxious, do you know yeah. what I mean? But if they're like, it needs to go now, the weight needs to be gone now, it needs to be gone now. Yeah. They're kind of, like, in one breath saying, you know, are you sure this is going to be fast enough? Are you sure this is going to be fast enough? And then in another breath, they're like, boom, binge eating for two days. Yeah. Whereas the steady eddies are, like, you know bombing past them in terms of results because mm. they're never giving up anyone food or there's never an uncomfortable day where they're they need then uh you know to overshoot the runway of of Treat comfort days. Yeah. yeah like yeah. i've worked so hard or i've yeah. been so rigid or yeah. i've compromised so much i've made some really good choices this week and so any of that kind of oh i've made good choices is usually kind of equal to I deserve kind of mentality and neither of them are probably listening to your body like as in
1: deprivation is never yeah like your body doesn't want to be deprived like when you think about it like why would you deprive your body like I know I know it's mad because deprive or or what's the word like excess do you know like to over fill it like it's like stuffing a funnel down your neck or something and just like putting food in when you think about it or taking that funnel away and putting nothing in so it's like why would we do either
0: well that's the disconnection because when we've like disordered eating we're not doing any of it with our body we're not interested Mm. in the smell the taste the feeling in our stomach we're interested in what we're allowed we're interested in what we can get away with like we've consumed so many diets that it's like yeah. well you have to have a snack like you have to have lunch and like these are a good choice so you, you can snack on them like you know it's like so there's no calories in corn cakes I can just eat them all day or whatever it might be and it's 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 all just kind of permission based it's like I can justify it I can get away with it and it's a real kind of like all of that is food scarcity you know like the idea that mm. You know, because there's not enough food around, we need to, like, justify every time we eat it. Do you know? Do
1: you know what's really coming in is um the idea that we don't work with our bodies. You know, we don't actually connect with them. Um, I'm totally losing my training thought now. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> it's okay. I'm, totally my I'm just going like, to, like, reconnect. What was it? Was it was, like, really good. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. No, so it's it's basically the idea that we don't work with our bodies. Actually, we've always been weaponizing our bodies as something to either beat ourselves up over or to um, define our values with, you know? Mm. Isn't that interesting that, like, if we can actually get to the space where we can know our value? Like, because it's so pushed in our face in society that our value is our body. And therefore, like, if we don't have a certain type of shape or whatever then we're valueless you know and Mm -hmm. then and then suddenly we feel disgusting and then we feel like oh why am i like this like or you could
0: say it like we feel valueless and we use our vehicle or we use our body as a vehicle for that you know yeah we we kind of it's kind of almost like we we want to feel useless or we feel we're deserving of being useless and then we'll say that our body is the reason why we feel useless. Okay, interesting. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Because obviously there is someone who is that size. Yeah. And doesn't beat themselves up about it. Yes. Do you know, or can put it in context, Context, maybe context of, you know, the past year and the pandemic and eating yeah. a bit more. And, you know, can just be kind of rational about it. Like, yeah. you know, kind of rational about how we gain weight, how it's got nothing to do with being a failure maybe it's got something to do with we're less organized or we had more takeaways with our family or you know but it's all pretty like logical and reasonable and lots of other people are doing it it, like it really doesn't need to be a source of like the shame so it's it's see it's yet again it's all about our self-talk like some people will just have a high bar for their self-talk so regardless of how much weight they'd put on they'd never talk to themselves like that mm. you know they just wouldn't and I think I remember myself I was all like yeah, yeah yeah positive about your body positive about your body but I was like of course I'll do that when I lose weight like obviously I'll do that when I lose weight mm. but it's kind of like you don't realize that your decision to not be positive about your body now is what's gonna like make your weight worse you know
1: and again we're coming back to like the life your life changes in this moment this now moment yeah
0: and we're also though like it also kind of comes back to i think that when we accept things they change so we're saying i i accept this body now in an ideal world we'd be totally non-judgmental and say it's neither bad nor good it's just this is my body today
1: what happens if we don't accept our body though like what happens if you don't like, what happens if you genuinely don't well um what can we say that will help us in that space
0: so i suppose that's the whole like i want to get out of the skin again like yeah. i want to i want to have a different body immediately immediately yeah. immediately um well i suppose if you are in that phase it is worth like i said observing your behaviors because chances are there'll be a lot of like erratic plans there'll be like yeah. going from no exercise to i'm going to sign up to 10k And then being like, okay, I'm off bread and then eating a ton of bread. And there's going to be like inhaling whole packets of stuff. So there's going to be like, whenever we don't accept our body, there's just a lot of urgency because it's like Mm. to get out of it. But there's a backlash to that wanting to get out of it in terms of the, you know, the backlash of the efforts to change it, then equal the the binging and the overeating too.
1: Could we use instead of I accept the body could be used, I accept where I am right now mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. i oh, make it yeah. softer, do you know? Because it yeah. might be hard to go from like that level of anxiety to like full acceptance. Do you
0: know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive believer in the whole like accept this body forever. Like yeah. don't dare to dream. Yeah. Because I don't even understand that concept to be honest. Because it's like, with everything else it's like dare to dream dream big especially if you're a woman don't be held down you know you know go for everything and then there's kind of the chat in certain areas of of the whole weight conversation of like if you're this weight that you should accept it and I'm kind of like accept it now out of your best interests you know in terms of that's just that's a good attitude to have in life anyway make the best of where you're at make the best of where you're at you know like harness and utilize wherever you are and make the best of it like that just makes sense that's going to get you to another level but also in the background you still can be kind of like oh one day i'm going to you know whatever like i think it's kind of like with career or with a relationship or whatever you know you could be kind of like say you know dating people or whatever but you you could be like oh one day I'll settle down probably or one day I'll yeah. you know marry someone and it's like you you wouldn't really link the two of like where you're at now means that you definitely will or you definitely won't like unless we're in a negative headspace with it we wouldn't see that connection and equally say if we're 15 years old and we get a part-time job you know y- you still could be positive about like you know one day I'll probably have like A higher paying job, and Mm. one day I'll have like more responsibilities in the job, or it'll be closer to my interests, or whatever. So, you know, it's kind of the same with this. Like, we can dare to dream, but we can still accept where we are now. Or it's probably like saving for a house or something. Like, if your bank balance was, I don't know, 250 euro, but you wanted to save for a house, Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be any point saying, I don't have two hundred and fifty euro on my counter. I'm not even going to check my bank account. You know, you'd you'd face the facts and you'd you deal with them, and you still could be positive about where you're going, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think what's, what I just feel coming in is just, um, just that I suppose we're lovable because we are. Do you know as well though? Do you know like like that that while while. Everybody is beautiful, you know, like that. That everybody is such a unique, such a unique, just ecosystem, you know, so mm-hmm. gorgeous, mm-hmm. and that we are so valuable because we exist, and that our body doesn't define our value. But what I would wish, I suppose, for the younger me is to release that anxiety around the body. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Is actually just to come into. Neither lose weight nor gain weight, nor whatever it is, like just to actually take away the hatred or the restriction or the overeating or whatever it is, like to actually live a life of joy, actually, and not make it be about whatever shape, size, whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know, to actually just really remember our worth as a human being, you know, yeah. a human being with a beating heart and desires and hopes and people who love them like you know exactly. and that our body does not take any of that away from us and our life would actually be easier if we actually just embraced who and where we are right now you know
0: and in terms of like ability or confidence yeah. or whatever the things that people are looking for in weight loss you, you don't get them in weight loss you get them in everything that, that you've yeah. said and like i just know from working with so many people that friends and family and stuff they don't notice a stone like it kind of has to be like a good bit more than a stone for people to notice so you know in our heads we could be like oh why am i this way If only i was like half stone a stone lighter it's like no one would notice but what people do notice is your permission to be confident so whenever people are visualizing um you know, when they're at their ideal weight, it's always like they have a killer outfit and they're walking tall and mm. they've just basically given themselves the permission to be nice to themselves or permission to buy clothes that look good on them and yeah. fit their figure. Yeah. And when we're in a bad place with our weight, it's really quite common for people to not give themselves permission to buy clothes like it sounds mm. awful, but like um, and we don't realize the harm it's doing. But you know, you've every right to feel gorgeous. Now. And and the other thing is is that it's not just a kind of like flippin' thing I'm saying to say, you know, give up on your dreams. It's it's kind of the opposite because it's like you have to become your dream. Like if you're kind of thinking, I'm going to be at the person who walks into a party feeling confident about my body, you have to start practicing being that person. So that's a permission thing. Yeah. That's a like I give myself permission to look in the mirror and find positives i look and i i give myself permission to put my shoulders back and like it was really funny one day because i had an initial meeting with someone and those meetings are like an hour and a half two hours and um she was going straight to the physio after me i don't know did i mention this in the last one and um the physio was like oh my god did you lose a load of weight and i was like she didn't but we had just had like good chats yeah. and stuff and she was feeling confident and. She kind of like you know had gotten rid of some of the shame, and she was walking tall, and I was like that was enough to think that he had seen a different woman last time. Do mm. you know what I mean so it's like it's and it's fun it's 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 fun to allow yourself to to be in that whole arena of like feeling nice or clothes or pampering or you know it's mm. it's it's just like life's simple pleasures, you know. Mm
1: yeah it mm-hmm. is it's so it's so gorgeous to remember how worthy we are of love mhm you know i think that's really what what's coming through in this for me now it's like wow like you know when we focus on just the physical self you know and we attribute that to our worth it can be so um be so hard because there's so many mixed messages but if we just pull pull out a little bit and look at our heart and our lives and the fact that we're like a you know a beautiful being that's loved and valued by so many people yeah from that space we can see our worth you know and it doesn't have to be attributed to what it is on the scales or on a tag that it's like, okay, from this space I love my worth, you know, I love my worth as as all of I am. And then from that space we work with our bodies, with ourselves to you know, to better our day because we deserve it. That's
0: know? it. Because also it's kinda like if if we really review what's gone on, so first of all, having disordered eating or weight problems and like just being obsessed with that whole scene. It's something like some people will never, ever understand or have to put up with. So it's kind of like, I think we deserve a bit of compassion Mm. for going through it. And then equally, if we were ever brave enough to say it out loud to someone like, imagine if I was like to you, Mm. Trisha, it's really weird actually. I don't don't know what's wrong with me, but like sometimes I just like, all I can see is ugliness. Like all Mm. I can see is like my fatness and my gross thighs and my cellulite. And like, I just kind of think about what I eat all the time. And I'm like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of scared of gluten and I don't want to eat too much gluten. And I don't want to eat too much meat. Yeah. And I don't want to eat too much dairy and I don't want to eat too much sugars. And like, sometimes I really obsess about it. And then sometimes I get so worked up that like, I actually binge loads yeah. and like, you know, like as if you would say, oh, so that makes you less of a person. As like, if that would heart- say- Like, as if you would say, oh, therefore, you're less lovable. Oh, therefore, I dislike you now. When
1: you tell me that, like, and my heart is just like, I want you to know how much I love you. Like, I don't look at your thighs. I adore laughing with you. Do you know what I mean? I love being in the same room with you. Like, I love, like, hanging out and watching shit TV and, like, going for a walk in nature. Like, never once do I look at your body and think that that's why I hang out with
0: you you I I know isn't it so bad but like that's that's what happens when we don't kind of vocalize our thoughts and sometimes I think even if we say them out loud because then you realize how just super ridiculous and damning they are yeah you know because it's kind of like oh you put on weight you're 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 just an invisible useless human or something it's like Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, what is that link like? Did we know? erase
1: every friendship? Like, how did that happen? Like, you know, like the mind is so nuts. Like, it is so nuts. The, like, I keep on saying this recently, and it's like the mind is a mad place. Like, yeah, and unless you realize that not everything you think is a fact, like we're uh, we're off in a race on our own do you know what i mean I no know. one's gonna pull you back like because you're the only one in there you know you're I mean? the only one hearing it because if you yeah. were saying it out loud someone would be like you're talking nonsense yeah because like, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. even like you know me saying all that out loud like yeah. and i i do remember i do remember having the balls to say to one of my friends one time when i was still a little bit of a mess my eating i was like do you know, it was really weird, actually. Like, I had a whole big bag of Maltesers after breakfast. And, like, then I kind of felt really guilty and, like, kind of hated myself for a few hours. And, like, she doesn't have issues. So she was kind of like, oh, jeez, you didn't need to do that, sure. It was just, <laughs> yeah. do you know, like, she, she was like, why would you do that? But if you're living in your head where your head is like, do you realize how much fat and sugar is in a share bag of Maltesers? You know, and you're really listening to that all day. Like that's your truth. And then I always think about it. It's like kind of like, you know, when sunlight hits a vampire, (laughs) you know, I kind of think that's what it's like saying some of our negative thoughts out loud because they just disappear. Like they just like, even saying them out loud like i remember sometimes once i'd say stuff out loud i'm like i know that sounds ridiculous like i know that's not true i know i can't eat a few slices of toast and wake up fatter like i i know
1: that's not true but like in your head it's really true i know Mm. and that we're somehow you know less lovable because of it you know like that link is there, you know. I, I think we're less worthy, you know, like less yeah. worthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we have to kinda call time on that. Like we have to kinda see that for what it is, you know? Like if you think about the people that you love, like mm.
1: what do you love about them? Like I like I would never be like their body. I don't know. It's I often give like, a crap. Like, like it's the it's the feeling in your heart that you have with someone, like, you know, the feeling in their presence, like, yeah. and if their presence is, like, love and acceptance and joy, like, you know, no matter what case that comes in, or you know, it's the heart that exists forever. Like, when someone isn't in the room or someone has passed away, like, you never think of, you know, like, yeah. you just don't think of it, like, so, No, I don't know, like, I think it's, I think, I think we need to pull out our view a little bit. But
0: also I kind of think the thing is is that you know if you were overcoming something or in a phase or whatever you know people are very very understanding of that and then equally like with weight you would be very understanding you know first of all you you probably wouldn't like care too much or they'd be that wildly interested but Mm -hmm. if someone was going through a hard time with food and you know they'd been secret eating or binging a little bit more or whatever you'd be like you know they're getting through their stuff like they're you know they'll figure it out but like I think that's the other kind of thing we have to relate more to other areas of our life too because in our head it's very permanent do you know mm. it's kind of like because I struggle with weight I'll always struggle with weight whereas maybe if you were having like I don't know I don't know a little disagreement with someone or I don't know something was going mm-hmm. on in any area of your life you'd hopefully kind of have the understanding that like this too shall pass. Like I'll get out the other side of this. So it won't always be that bad, Do you know? So I kind of think that kind of thinking as well with our weight or our eating. Do you know what I mean? Like if our weight came on from a lot of disordered and bingy kind of eating, seeing that as a specific chapter that had specific causes, you know but it's not your personality it's not like your permanent destiny mm. it was a set of things that went on last year or whatever and different ones yeah and yeah. different ones the year before and different ones the year before that so mm. there's there's always little things to work on you know but it, it is just like anything it's like you can you can learn more about yourself and especially especially in this whole field it's like maybe we've done all the learning maybe we've consumed a lot of diet advice and nutritional information and read a lot of packets and stuff. And it's unlikely to have helped. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So really it's kind of like, no, what do your taste buds say? When does your stomach feel nice after food? When does your stomach not feel nice after food? When do you feel really heavy and gross or bloated or have gastric reflux or, you know, just learning through comfort and discomfort what your body wants more of and what it wants less of? Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's a real choice of love, isn't it? We're like moment to moment love where you're like, I really want myself to feel good. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I really want to feel, I want to sleep well tonight so that I'm rested for work tomorrow so I don't have to be you know so it's like you know it's that it's that moment by moment choice to make life just that 10% more comfortable that 10% easier that 10% happier that's it and I think
0: when we're struggling with the trust yet again it would be really rem- really important to remember because say if we're afraid to trust her body because we think trusting her body won't help or wait or help I think it'd be very important to remember the times when we were in the most fear. Mm. And did that help? Like, did that help our eating our weight? Because chances are the time we were in the most fear was the most disordered eating. So that is why we can kind of really start seeing the value of not listening to that fear and trusting our body. Because chances are our weight would have come on when we were in that fear and urgency of like, you I'll just eat everything tonight and then be good again tomorrow and I'm going to try and cut out chocolate so this is the last chocolate I'll eat for yeah, a week now so yeah. I'll, I'll eat loads of it that's all fear that's all scarcity whereas say the times you were very hungry and had a gorgeous dinner and your belly felt lovely after it that's not what gained weight like
1: do you know what I mean? yeah the sentence you know if I, if I loved my body what would I do mm. in this moment? well if I loved my self if i loved whatever you know that kind of energy like because that's
0: what we were kind of saying at the start that like how would this evening go so if you had that thought yeah if i loved my body if i thought me and my body deserved a lovely day yeah what choices would i make what choices would i make with food like maybe i'd join in in the world again you know with all the foods that i've been trying to keep at arm's length maybe i would experience those tastes because that's what tasty foods are for they're more for the experience of taste like most of the really processed foods they don't work well in large volumes you know they don't make us feel amazing in large volumes because they're not like nutritionally robust they're a fantastic taste experience that we all deserve to be part of but like so, you know, maybe that's one of the things that you would do if you were, if what would you do if you were going to, whatever your sentence was, love your yeah. body and love yourself today. Again. Yeah.
1: Mm. Just a lot to, you know, like I, I obviously believe we're like, you know, we have a soul, like, you know, that we're we, we are, we're not just meat, you know, that we have like so much more to us. We're so expansive and that if we're experiencing this life, you know, then how can we enjoy it, you know?
0: Well, you know what freaks me out? Because I know I know you would have done this too, but like you have a photo of probably little Trisha oh, somewhere no. yeah, and I have a photo yeah. of little Leifa, yeah. And like you just, you know, so it's it's a way to cop on and, and not talk badly to yourself. So yeah. if you keep a really cute photo of yourself around, that's like you and your two or something, be like, how dare you talk to her like that? Do you honestly think she could take it? Do you honestly think she's going to benefit from...
1: I have of, like that. my dad and my mom at my, my, my christening. Oh, holding me. oh, cute. And how much love they had for you and everything. They were like holding me like I was honest to God, the most precious thing. My mom was like, oh my God. And I could see my dad was like delighted, like, you know, to have a daughter. Like, you know? Oh my God. And like, and every time I look at it, it really strikes me. I'm just like this, like, it even gets me emotional even thinking about it. I'm like this little pudding. And it's still you. It's still me, you mm. know, like, like. That little baby, like if I had whispered into her ear and told her what she would go through over the past like thirty three years, like yeah, be you know scary, like yeah, it be scary and it'd be hard, and you know some of it would be joyous, and the things I'd experience, like I wouldn't even have believed her, but like. God, like, if she's still listening to me, I really hope I'm being nice to her. Well, this no is way. it.
0: But I think the freaky-deaky biology part of that yeah. is that when you're looking at that little photo, yeah. you know, the way you were saying where our souls were not our body, yeah. literally there's nothing left of her on this earth.
1: Oh, she, she's disappeared because every seven years her body regenerates. Yeah. Ah, so what? there's there's
0: not one brain cell, oh. there's not one... Like even I think the microbiota uh, regenerates. So it's kind of like weird. There's literally any of that mass you see in the photo oh is God. no longer on the planet. Oh my God, that is
1: actually insane. It's
0: freaky. So you're like, if you don't share a heart muscle or something with her, if you don't share oh, a brain cell yeah. with her, how are you connected?
1: Her souls, like... Do you know what yeah. I
0: mean? So I kind of think that's like I think that's good to remember as well because mm. you know when we're in a bad place with our weight we think everything is fixed forever. and innate yeah. and forever yeah. whereas actually our body is the most temporary
1: thing yeah and, and that's I had a triple chin I- <laughs> Like, here's a picture of me when I'm two years old, one of those old walkers, you know, the ones like cute. where it's like drooling and I'm laughing and like, I'm gorgeous. Like, do Aww, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. a total butcher and I'm gorgeous. Like, yeah, she's so cute. Like, I'm like, just sort to squeeze your cheeks. Like, you oh, know, Oh my
0: God. But I think it's so <laughs> worth kind of just thinking how transient it yeah. all is, because, um, you know, people go on a lot about like, oh, it's, you know, jeans. And especially when it comes to weight and health. But there's your genes, right, that you inherit. But then there's gene expression. And gene expression, like as in say, whether that gene will say, say there's a gene for gray hair or something, whether that gene will express itself will be based on your kind of lifestyle choices. You know, how stressed you are, how healthy you are, all of those things. So it's like totally the same with our weight. Like nothing is our destiny in terms of Mm. weight, you know, carried back from say the genes we we had so that's why I kind of think bringing it around to get again to like say what would you do this evening if you loved your body and if you you know loved yourself so maybe you'd make some lovely choice to think relaxing thoughts think positive thoughts think supportive thoughts just take a night off from negative thinking and then maybe do some pampering and then maybe taste some nice foods and get a nice feeling in your belly from food um, and who knows like what that will what genes will code for you know maybe there was a gene about to code for cellulite or about to code for gray hair, and I won't <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. who <laughs> you knows
0: know? who knows, but like equally just in terms of the fluctuations of our fuel stores, you know, like our body is always like using some fuel from our glycogen stores and then our fat stores and then from our diet, so it's kind of like this little evening does really matter it really really matters you know and yet again not to freak yourselves out and be perfect but in just in terms of like if you can do stuff to make your body be in a nice environment and be and your mind be in a nice environment and your stomach to feel
1: nice that's that's really gonna add up and pay off yeah it's so mad like I know no, like I just realized like I'm only on this podcast is like you know just a novice like I have no idea about any of the stuff you're talking about I know nothing about genes I know nothing about why the bodies are the way they are you know my only experience is really like my own personal journey with you know the negativity that the mind can cause in the life in in the life of a human you know that yeah the, that the belief that we are our mind can cause you know that that if we stay in the space of not finding that the separation between the thought Mm -hmm. and reality you know that it can cause such destruction and and anxiety and fear and smallness and valuelessness you know like yeah and and really like however that manifests could manifest as, as a poor relationship or it could manifest as like you know like n- not living to your full potential or it could manifest as uh, you know your weight or whatever mm-hmm. it is but like
0: how many thoughts from fear are you listening to and how yeah. many thoughts from love are you listening yeah. to because everything we think and everything we say it's either coming from fear or love it's that simple i know it's either coming from fear or love so we're just kind of it'd be good to to monitor you know
1: but I definitely seems. think though that like changing you know obviously changing your thought change, changes your life like mm. that's it like you know mm. Louise Hay was always like love yourself heal your life that was as simple as her message was she was just like love yourself your life will be healed and yeah. I was just like that's pretty simple and then yeah. I ran into it and I was like okay like it makes sense so- it really
0: makes sense but wait though because it's kind of like if you really loved yourself you wouldn't be eating a load of crap tasteless diet food yeah. you wouldn't do that oh, just the, and yeah. and then that crap tasteless diet food and meals upon days of not enjoying your food is what leads to a binge which is all highly uncomfortable and you feel really gross afterwards yeah. and all that and if you really loved yourself you wouldn't think you deserve that either yeah. you know so it's kind of like and by cutting those things out well then your weight will naturally regulate back to what it's designed to be Yeah. So that's why it's kinda like like loving yourself and thinking that you deserve on a daily basis to feel very well, whatever about tomorrow, whatever about personal bests or how much weight you need to lose this month or whatever, just focusing on how well you deserve to feel today, physically and emotionally, that would actually sort it. But the
1: yeah, for me I suppose I'm just like, God, I really I really for younger Trisha I I really wouldn't want to associate thinking love so you could lose weight, you know, like that it would be Mm. actually more thinking loving thoughts so that you would just feel peace in yourself. Do you know what I mean? And like if weight loss comes, fine. But like God, all I wanted was peace, do you know, like I know in ways I probably thought that the weight would give me peace, the weight loss would give me peace. I know. Perfectionism would give me peace. See i i i I know that whole theory
0: and i get it and stuff and obviously it's um it's the gold standard but i do think if you're a binge eater you're obsessed with weight so mm. i do think it's quite hard to be incentivized to do anything okay unless it kind of at some stage
1: might be positive for your weight do you know what i mean yeah I don't I don't know I don't yeah I I I don't under you know I don't know so I can't
0: well I think yeah I suppose for me it was certainly like giving up on the weight and focusing on the daily feeling nice with food and then it was more of a surprise that that
1: led to to weight loss you know what I mean rather
0: than me I wasn't like watching it or anxious about it it was just focusing on the feeling good every day yeah you know so it is It is that more immediate goal, I think, you know, it's more of an immediate goal, like you say feeling love and stuff that's that's an immediate payoff do you know what I mean yeah, there's no
1: just no like there's no long, agenda there's no long term thing when it is just like oh I get to feel love now god this is great you yeah know? I
0: get to approve myself or, I get to say well done you
1: know even like well, even starting doing that work is hard because like even I remember looking in the mirror with the Louise Hay work you do mirror work you know so like and that's so hard to look in the mirror and be like I love you when you really don't believe it you know yeah you're definitely going to cry the first time you I'll do go, that the first time I keep on going like, yeah yeah but it's more or, you know if it's if the feeling of love can't be there then just the willingness to be nice might be able to be there Do you I, know that we can soften it and make it more accessible
0: and i think some forgiveness happens with that doesn't it like mm. if you like the louise hey practice of looking in the mirror looking into your eyes and saying i love you you'll probably for me anyway it was bawling crying because it was a bit of a wake-up call of like How
1: much what I have i been doing I know,
0: like i know like, what the hell am I doing? Why, no. what is this negative voice about? What is all this abuse about? Like, yeah. constantly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know.
1: And we don't deserve, like, that little baby doesn't deserve that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like, her eyes, like, I know that he's, like, there's not an ounce of her left or whatever you said before, but, like, you know, like... She, it's her eyes are looking into that. I mirror, think that's
0: you know? why it's so moving yeah. because you're remembering who you are. Like, the do you know what I mean? Like, and just like all that yeah. fear that you've put on yourself yeah. is, is 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 not warranted. Do you know it's what I mean?
1: So not warranted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are so much more than just this body, and yet we get we deserve to enjoy the body. Exactly, you know I mean? we is deserve to enjoy all of the great. Immense pleasures of having a body that we are like a tag team with. That we're yeah. delighted to be in and play and run and mm-hmm. love and hug and eat great food and swim. Exactly. And like all those gorgeous and, expressions. Of, and dress up and dress or off. start a new yeah. hobby
0: or, yeah. you know, go to whatever shop we want. Not avoiding people, not avoiding yeah. events or whatever. It's like we, we deserve to go all in because also this body is a result maybe of a crazy time of eating that we're now ready to get over we're now ready to leave that Mm -hmm. chapter in the past so we can be moving on in our mind and like i say the weight will take its time to wear off but we can be kind of moving on in our mind moving to more a positive place and i think with that it would be like like allowing yourself to do all of those fun things because they really help you snap out Of the fear and the rush as well.
1: How do we do we what supports do we pull in
0: to help us do that? I think, well, I don't know as a putting too simply, but what would fear have you do and then do the opposite? Mm. Because maybe like I was just thinking one of my clients was saying the other day they were driving to Dublin and her and her husband stopped at a filling station and they shared a pizza and it was really lovely and the kids got stuff too. I was like that's so cool because I just kind of think what a dieter would do maybe is be like no I can't have the pizza because I'm fat and I'm meant to be losing weight Mm. and then maybe get home that night and eat a whole jar of peanut butter (laughs) do you know what I mean and it's kind of like not memorable not nice didn't feel good after it kind of wrong time of the day do you know and um so what would fear have you do and then do the opposite so with the in the absence of fear like you in love with your body you in love with food you in love with life what would you do like i think that's really something to think about because in no circumstance would you make yourself physically ill from food do you know what i mean no. because there's no great crack in that so it's kind of like um you know what what would me in love with me and my body and my life do and you can imagine like oh what have you got there that looks nice i'll have some of that Mm, Mm. yum and just like enjoying food but it wouldn't be sinister (laughs) like it wouldn't be in a negative urgent kind of way you know Mm. and so i suppose you know yet again just kind of thinking from the mathematical side of it how much less calories that would mean in a year not saying that i'm counting calories but just yet again the whole binge eating side of you that is still kind of where does this weight come from how could it go side of uh, of your brain it's kind of like well you eating normally cuts out a rake of excess unmemorable
1: sad calories you know know. and again it's more gearing towards a a, a life of 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 fun, of, of fun and, and And love and ease And fullness And joy And Taking experience. part in All part in the life. beautiful
0: experiences And food is an experience Yeah Do you know like You know and this is the thing That dieting makes you do With thinking about weight Like oh, it would be great if I just didn't like chocolate. And, you know, sometimes people try and turn themselves off and they're like, no, I just need to go off it because, you know, it's not good for my digestion. Or we kind of make up these stories to try and really make sure we don't eat it and they don't work. And then the flip side of it is like, no, you'd love to eat chocolate. You would just love to eat it in a positive way. You know what I mean? You'd love to eat it in a positive way that was healthy for your body. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, like that's that's the dream I think we'd want to be visualizing and working towards you know and practicing so say if I was my ideal weight now ideal relationship with my body ideal relationship with all foods how would I eat this chocolate and you know start practicing you know because that's the other thing like with everything we need practice and sometimes when we're on and off diets we actually don't have any practice of like eating a takeaway and feeling nice after it yeah or having some chocolate biscuits and not the whole packet so it kind of is like you know that saying back to back to the mat with yoga it's kind of yeah. the same with, with food you know that we have to go back to those foods and be like i'm gonna learn how to eat this in a loving way and is there like
1: so say you know if i was your friend which i am obviously but if if, if i was living with you or with your friend like how could i support you you know or is is it something I'm I'm just really claiming a space of ignorance here like how could I support you or someone with binge eating in their journey to that space of you know like or is it is it something you need to do privately like or is everybody different or I I don't I I think
0: you just kind of love and trust them and you'd you'd say you know like just keep supporting them like that sounds good and like be there with them for the wins you know and then like don't catastrophize losses Losses. or don't like play into any failures you know because it isn't like as in you know anything in life we we learn we're just constantly pivoting about what works for us Mm -hmm. and what doesn't so it's like the feeling of sickness or that we get too much it's it's not a failure it's just oh not self i don't like this feeling or i can't eat that many of those because my stomach won't let me or you know but i really think less is more um because it's complicated you know um in terms of uh, i'd i'd often have clients and their well-meaning families and kind of everything you say is not going to be good to be honest it's not going to be good because if someone is like why don't you go for a walk or do you know it's like you know shut up i've
1: considered going for a walk that's not new information you know know. what's really interesting is that actually what we need well actually what i hear you saying is what we we need is actually love and acceptance yeah now i trust you'll figure this out actually mirroring or helping us see what we need to give ourselves does that make yeah, sense yeah exactly yeah because if
0: i was like trisha this is grand like i trust you'll figure this out yeah a little part of your brain would spark that she's right like
1: yeah.
0: i i could trust myself to figure this out so I think that's what we have to kind of. Um, like I love
1: you where you are, like.
0: Yeah, you're you're perfect where you are, but equally like I trust you can go for any of your dreams. Yeah, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like. I so, really yeah. feel like it is that energy of like, like, you know, if there is someone in your life. Or my life or whatever, I really feel like the energy of. Like I love you, like I love you and your heart and your soul, and
0: and don't entertain any uh, of the fear, any none of the it. fear,
1: it's like I'm not believing that you're less worthy of my love, like yeah you're
0: but there's a, there's a lot for people to learn on that, like because yeah. even I had a client the other day, and she said she went for a breast cancer check or something, yeah. and she's been struggling with eating issues for like thirty years, like she'd she'd love to be a healthy weight, but she she can't yeah. get there and the nurse weighed her and she was like do you know your risk of breast cancer is so much higher or whatever Aww. and it's like people don't realize that people get overweight because they're thinking about that because they're thinking like oh my god and before you know it i'll be in like the obese bmi and then before yeah. you know what i'll have diabetes and then like it's all that fear is what drives a lot of the comfort eating yeah so you can't fix a problem that's rooted in fear by adding more fear to it you have to society
1: kind of needs to fuck off
0: oh it seriously (laughs) does it seriously does and one thing that we have to be strong enough if if we're kind of committed to our own recovery it's like don't you be weighed by anyone Mm. if you don't want to be weighed by them like Mm. fair enough if I don't know, if, if, if your doctor has to give you something that's, you know, dose per kilogram weight or something, maybe yeah. you do. But like generally, if it's a checker or, or something and it's like, say if you're obese, it's like, what do you need to know? Like, you know, yeah. like you can see me, do you know what I mean? Like, you you know, so um I kind of think like protecting ourselves from anything that could add more fear yeah. to this problem because what we need to do to get over this problem it is dispel the fear to realize that fear is false evidence appearing real and without any of this fear and without any of this misinformation and toxicity about like our bodies and food and all that without any of that left to our own devices left to listening to our body we'd be grand yeah we'd be absolutely fine our weight would be what we'd want it to be our health would be perfect like, that's what's under all the fear, you like know? And also
1: equally, I think you've the right to tell people to stop commenting on your body. Oh, yeah. Up or down, Do you know? Like, I like I notice in certain circles of my life, like, when I walk in, you know, and you ha- whatever, you'd notice the energy coming from someone noticing your body. Like, you can feel it, like, and it's sticky because you're like... I don't want to be judged by you right now. And actually, your judgment can go back right on your plate. I know. And actually, like, I love who I am. Like, Mm. I love and accept where I'm at. And if you want to place value on me through your eyes and your judgment system that's your world not mine like I know the value of my very being like, yeah please back the fuck up it's not this is my ground this is my sovereign space yeah back up
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and well I suppose the main thing is to not vocalize it because like <laughs> sorry yeah maybe don't say that out loud but in your head <laughs> no no but yeah. no but they wouldn't vocalize yeah. it because like um Rhonda or not Rhonda Byron, Byron Katie does a really good part in her book you yeah. know um because there's the question and answers kind of live in it, yeah and you know basically the guy is like if that person didn't judge then i could be happy yeah and she's like dude to be human is to judge yeah everyone is judging you all the time you know but it's kind of like in terms of weight i i think you're right and then i think in families there might be a lot of like you know moms maybe saying have you put on a bit of weight or have you lost a bit of weight and i think that's that's like, all of it needs to be shut down, basically, if we're not comfortable. All yeah. of it.
1: Like, yeah, and just don't put yourself in those spaces that you know that discomfort may come, you know. So prop yourself up for a life where you're gonna win. With yeah. people who support your winning, yeah. with a mind that supports your winning, with a a lifestyle that supports and your, an your inner coach an inner coach that believes in you and sees your potential affirmations around the house or you know whatever it is like a a positive quote in the morning or like positive meditation or whatever it Mm. is like just like little acts that support you you, like yeah a
0: hundred percent a hundred percent yeah um so i kind of think we've covered a lot there and i think we kept to the general theme (laughs) did we so the general theme that we would written down accepting where we are so like the course in miracle says when we accept things they change um and then i think the opposite of that is when we don't ex when we when we don't accept where we are today when we don't celebrate exactly where we are today we're resisting our change so yeah so so yeah so that's our that's us for the day so thank you so much for listening i hope you got a lot out of this and we will talk to you soon Bye. bye